episode 112. We're back. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co-founder of The Games We Play. And with me this week, co-founder Chris. Hello, everyone out there in Radio Land. Wow. Radio Land? Podcast <laughs> Land? Oh, I'm dating myself go. there. I'm dating Internet. myself there. <laughs> How about everybody? Hey, hello, everyone out there in Podcast Land. <laughs> You're showing your age there, Chris. <laughs> That's a Freudian. Freud, would just that gonna... be Freudian slip? I don't, I don't know. know. Just don't know. not a psych dementia. Major. Oh, that, oh, I, I yes, that that is definitely setting in. No joke there. <laughs> it's not a funny matter no, to laugh it, about, Chris. It, Jeez, it, it, so yeah. insensitive. All right, I'm very sensitive to myself. <laughs> All right, well, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're a first time listener, thank you so much. We do really appreciate it. Um, we are actually uh, here during the pandemic and everything. Uh, Chris and I are, are recording remotely, if you didn't know. So uh, it might be a little delay. I try to fix that in post. But if that's your f- first time listening, you might kind of notice a little bit. But uh, we we make do. But we do appreciate you returning back and listening if you're a longtime listener. This is episode 112 of The Games We Play. Now, we got a lot going on this week. We're actually going to be uh, going through some segments. We got our love and hate what's on our table, we, we're going to return Shelf of Shame, and yeah. uh, we're, we're actually going to follow up with our last Shelf of Shame to see how we did, throwing Chris a curveball here last second, because he doesn't know. No. And <laughs> this is what I do. I keep Chris on his toes, and I can see him like scribbling down his answer. No, I'm just joking. He's not really. Right my, uh, down my show notes as the he, show's going. <laughs> he's got like daggers shooting me through the, no, <laughs> through the webcam. Uh, but that's what we're going to be talking about, just talking about games and shoot the breeze here. And just, uh, it might be a little long because Chris and I haven't talked in a while. And it's, it's been it's been an interesting month to say the least, but uh, that's what we got. So Chris, let's just, let's just jump in here real quick. Uh, let's dress the elephant in the room, as you will. So uh, it has been a couple weeks again uh, <laughs> between episodes. Uh, the reason being for that is... Um, uh, if you didn't catch last uh, last episode, 111, uh, I've been dealing with some health issues with uh, kidney stones and whatnot. Uh, don't recommend, 0 out of 10. And, uh, well, we thought we were in the clear, but uh, there was a day, not this last week, because this last week's been good, but the week before, uh, in the middle week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, went into the ER for with more pain. Apparently, there was another um, good-sized stone. I think it was about three or four millimeters, which is a about the limit of passing normally and uh just in severe pain again uh extreme nausea man that's the worst part about the kidney yeah. stones they say it's because of the pain uh, it's yep. not really the pain the more i looked into it there's like a nerve that yep. it, it hits when it's kind of stuck in the ureter and it and it triggers the same kind of nausea response but anyway it's neither here or there just to say that i was like nauseous for like 12 hours and in pain and I aim to pass it the next day, which is good. So that kind of that was the last of the stones because I haven't had anything else, haven't passed anything else. So I'm I'm finally feeling back to normal. This last week I actually worked the whole week, so uh, I think some level of normalcy finally after I think it's been four weeks. It's uh, this been last a while. Weekend. It's, yeah. It's been a oh while. man, 
Yeah, kidney stones are not fun. And you're right. And what happens is, is those stones press on nerves or inflammation and everything. And a lot, well, that's the pain. Pain is from that. Mm-hmm. But there's also other nerves that cause other systemic body uh, things, such, like you said, your nausea and so on. So oh, that's, that there's so many side effects, um, other uh, implication areas that come about those just besides, besides the intense pain. <laughs> oh my so, word. Oh, oh, it's so bad. Oh. It is. I'll, I do not recommend. Yeah. It's no, it, it, oh. I think all the movies and TV shows like make it seem as though the pains from trying to pass it, like actually like literally passing, but it isn't once it gets to the, this is probably TMI, but once it gets to the bladder, it's not a big deal. Like passing it from there is not a big yep. deal. It's it's getting it from the kidney to ureter, which you can't do literally anything about other than take mm-hmm. some medication and drink a bunch of water to try to flush it out. And uh, that's the painful part because I think it took about 12 hours all said and done for it from pain onset to finally the pain going away. So yeah, it's the traveling yikes. that hurts so much during those. Oh, yeah. man. If it wasn't for the nausea, it would probably be not, it'd be probably easier to handle because then you could like take medications and stuff like that. But when you're nauseous, like anything, you're just, yeah. And then the dry heaving on top of it with the pain on there. Oh, worst. Then there's other things that go associated with all of those uh, secondary (laughs) symptoms. Yeah. So, yep, that's, uh, that's, uh, my kidney stone, uh, Ted talk. Uh, so drink water and. Um, <laughs> avoid kidney stones yeah, yeah however you do that yeah well there's four ty- ty- types yes, and they all have different underlying reasons causes, why yeah. so just saying hey do this the preventum actually isn't yeah. necessarily true it depends on who you are yeah something absolutely. i learned about kidney stones it's funny you go through a, a, a traumatic event like that and you learn so much about it afterwards yeah yeah, yeah. gotta love it in google yeah yes. gotta love it yeah well, that's what's been going on. So finally, feeling back to normal, and uh, I know I know vacations are probably done now for for the year between Chris and I. So uh, we're back on to a uh, semi regular regular schedule weekly. So it should be good. But uh, so I apologize for that. But I'm sorry I couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't get around to recording when uh, this, that last week it just. Ugh. Don't blame anyway. anybody. Don't blame me. At finally all. over it. Back to normal. Health's good. So well, yeah, we'll get. We're obviously recording. Good. All right, Chris. Uh, how's things been going in your world? I know you. Uh, I think you went to Colorado. Wasn't that right? Uh, Austin, Texas. Oh, Texas. Yeah. That's right. I don't yes. know why I thought Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because that's where uh, Jamie's brother lives in Colorado, at Breckenridge. So we visited him ever so often. Went there spring break and Christmas with the family, and then uh, we actually went down to Austin, Texas, to visit her parents, where they live now. Yeah, nice. so we took the family and we flew together our first trip oh, you flying. Flew. Wow. Yes, we did. And uh, we flew and was down there for a week. And so Isaac and Jonathan, uh, Jonathan um, two of our boys, uh, twins, had a birthday. They turned 15 over oh, over the oh trip. Oh, my gosh. So, They're 15 yeah, already. Exactly. Yeah. So, and with Bo, we've got three in driver's ed that they just finished <laughs> driver's ed. So, they're going to be freshmen in high school. And What's with the insurance on that going to be? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yes. That's, <laughs> we've, we've got a, uh, we bought a 2011 uh, Ford Fusion from mm. a, a friend. And uh, so, it's perfect car for them to drive back and forth to school. All three of them are going to be sharing driving duties and oh with all their gosh. activities and athletics and stuff we no way we're buying three cars for them 
That's so, going to be nuts. Yeah, so we have uh, Bo's going to be turning 15 here very soon in October, but uh, the f- uh, three of them are going to be freshmen in high school. Oh, and, man. Yeah, Can so. they all do driver's ed together? Because that'd be kind of funny. Uh, they were. Um, well, we had some problems getting Isaac and John, um, some things that slowed us down. So Bo got his uh, driver's ed done first, and it was all mm. done um, um, online. All the classes and everything was online. What? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's it's different now. So it's thirty hours of, of modules, and you can do their automated modules. Oh, that's um, kind of nice. Yep, those classes suck. Yeah. So, uh, but you you don't get those old simulators. Remember going into that big? No, like, I didn't get. You didn't I didn't have do simulators. That. Okay, again. Uh uh-uh. uh So back in my day, and I want to say nineteen eighty six when I. Uh, took 1987 1987 when i took driver's ed as a sophomore in college or a high school sophomore in high school it was a proctored class in school for a grade we sat oh, in this yeah interesting yeah so we had dry we had uh part of it we had these simulators it was like a trailer truck they backed up to a docking area that we'd walk out to the school and go out there what? and sit in these trailers that and and they had um um projector on one end of the trailer uh-huh. and the, the teacher's uh uh desk that they could see all and then we had all these stations that simulated a car with the driving wheel and this and the hands and the brakes so we would be following along as your blood on the highway driving those videos and when you're turned we're supposed to simulate turning and if we didn't or we're screwing around it would notify the, <laughs> the instructor up in the front huh. of the room that oh yeah so we would drive that way then we'd get actual drive time too sure but, but, but interesting the old the old, old school crazy. driver's ed simulators yeah oh my gosh yeah no they don't they don't do that now so it was That's 30 right. hours of classes and you can only maximum do 30 or three classes in a day um for okay. the online and then we had uh he had um the boys had six hours of driving with an instructor sure. yep. and then 20 yep. hours um, that isn't mandated, but uh, Jamie and I are pretty sticklers about if these we're going to teach these kids. Well, right. you definitely want oh, that, yeah. yeah. And yeah, twenty absolutely. hours of driving with parents, so we did all that. More the better, yep. just for practice. Oh yeah. So I, I just I, the simulation, I guess you would say, in my driver's ed is we had to practice looking at our blind spots. So literally in our test, they made everybody like do the turn, <laughs> no, and the look, and then do the turn to look. You know, like just to get in the habit to look for blind spots and stuff like that. And then I just also remember the class, the 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 teacher giving horror stories of people like passing and non-passing yeah. and like accidents oh, happening, yeah. just like the stare, the, scare the crap out of you. Yep. You know. Oh, our drivers ed, uh, the drivers ed, actual driver instructor. He did a fabulous job, and he was he took his job very serious. He was telling about yep. the boys, and he was telling about hey, you know, your first drivers because you can have. Um, um, up to one non-family member yep, in it yep, for the school mm-hmm, permit. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, once you get past one passenger, um, you get in those multiple passengers, the the rate of accidents goes up tremendously in new drivers. Mm-hmm. And he was just Isn't that crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's, I it's mean, about it makes the sense, especially it's, teenagers. Yeah, it's all about man, the distractions. Yeah. It's the distractions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he was hammering that home with the, the boys and, and just That's like, good. you know, yeah, exactly. And so, our boys are they're good and they're they're the yeah type they're pretty they're, responsible yeah they're the sure. rule followers all three of them are the rule followers so they listen so we appreciate that 
Nice. Yep. Good old driver's ed. <laughs> yeah. I just remember the first <laughs> the first driving day. Yeah. So right now, yeah, Jamie and I have three chauffeurs. So it's oh, funny man. because anywhere we go, we take two vehicles because we got three kids to get driving. <laughs> yeah, to get the practice in. So, yeah. so two of them are always driving. So we drive two vehicles to church, or to the store, or to the school, or whatever. Oh, anywhere we go. That's funny. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, little non-gaming stuff, but that, that's yeah. that's uh, yeah. that sounds spicy. For it's, it's life. <laughs> oh man, life's I go, life occurs, and then we play board games. <laughs> yeah, board games and drivers ed. Apparently, yeah, yeah. that's what's in your world. Yeah. Well, it sounds good. Yep. Um, all right. Well, Chris, let's actually get into talking about some games. Let's start. Let's talk about shelf of shame this week. So let's go ahead and move into that segment. All right, Shelf of Shame. This is a new segment we actually brought out a couple episodes ago. Essentially, we pick out a game that's on our shelf that we've heard is pretty good or heard really good things about, but we haven't played. It most likely is probably still in shrink or not punched out. We bring up a game that we want to play that's yes. on our Shelf of shame, and the idea is we're going to play it, and then we're um, in the next two weeks, and then bring it back and talk about it. So that's what we're going to do. So we'll talk about what's on our shelf of shame this week, and then we're going to follow up with our last time here. So Chris, do you have a game for your shelf of shame this week? I do, and I was looking at it, and I was going through all of the shrink wrap I still have uh, on my shelf, and I'm going to show you here a game that I purchased after all of us, uh, you, Corey, us, and we, we all talked about it and got it and wanted to play it. And we, uh, well, first off, when it came out, we did uh, the tabletop simulator. And I don't know if you remember, I logged on to play with everybody. Oh, that's right. And you're having internet it, uh, issues. Issues. Because I was going to yep. say, you, you just showed it to, you, yep. uh, you haven't talked about it yet, nope, but I'm I was teasing. like, I thought you played with us and then it did yeah. that you were having, you were having connection or computer issues. So my game is The Crew, The Quest for the Planet mm. Nine. So uh, we this was like last year we were doing this and I got yep. on. On and I was sitting and, and I just had horrible internet problems and yeah, it, was it was lagging weird. and this and I ended up dropping off for it and stuff so I've never played this game but soon after that I went out and bought it on it was a daily deal and I bought it and with with the intent of playing and COVID still continued and the lockdown still continued and we never got together to play this so it is my uh, shelf of shame that I'm going to be busting out the crew, the quest for Planet Nine by Cosmos. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. I mean, it's like fifteen dollars too. Oh, so yes, they've they've already released the second one. There's like a deep undersea one now. So that one's space themed. Uh, there's another one. I think it's like yeah. something for I don't remember, but yeah, that's a great choice. That's a great choice. It's a nice little deck building cooperative deck building game, which is, has a nice little twist, didn't it? Win the spiel or was up for the spiel? It Dijar? was actually. Um, it was actually nominated for tons of awards. Holy crap, and it was. It, it won 2019 <laughs> oh, Kinder Golden Geek. Yes. Yeah. It, was the Kinder Star. It, it, it won the 2019 Golden Geek Best Cooperative Game and tons and tons and tons of other English and foreign, or I should say English and then non-English <laughs> awards. Spiel's uh, Der Spiel, Hit, Min Fruden, Recommended. <laughs> um, Kinderspiel, yeah, it was the Kinders, uh, Kinderspiel de Jars winner of 2020, yeah. but it's, oh my gosh, 
it it was up for that. So I, I this is one thing I always like to watch what the Golden Geek Awards winners are, uh, nominees mm-hmm. and winners the um the Dice Tower winners, and I look at the Spiel uh, Spiel winners or uh, nominees and stuff, and I try to try to you know use those to maybe you know, say shape my uh, next gaming purchases and kind of stuff. So, but you know, there's going to be some quality there. That's why I, I look at it and do that. And so this one is, is like, Oh, I got to get this. And then we wanted to, we were going to play it. And I was so excited. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm still excited. It's, it's still in shrink wrap, pulled it off the shelf. Uh, yes. Last night in preparation for the nice. show and uh, looking to get, get to it um, here. And, and the soon. rules are really easy. Yeah. It's great. And I feel like trick taking yep. like, if you know, trick taking, it's going to be, pretty much know most of the rules and heck it's a number three in family it's a yeah. great family game so yeah i'll look to i look forward to hear what uh, you think uh next time we record is just to just to see how everything went thanks yeah it's three to five players plays in about 20 minutes so that fits oh, well some the, yeah the first like 12 missions takes like five minutes yeah that's each. yeah you can, you can play through a lot it's great that fits well in our family so we're, we're gonna bust it out nice all right my shelf of shame game uh, a little heavier than this is feast for odin Ah, yeah so i've had this game oh gosh uh months six months i don't know i got it quite a while ago i know you know what i got it for black friday sale actually Mm. um this is a high this game like every time it goes on sale everybody grabs it um and I've heard a lot about it. Yep. You know, there's worker placement, some tile placement. That's right up Emily in our alley. It, it is a little heavier game, and uh, I've just heard so many good things about it. It's uh, Yui uh, Ro- Rosen- Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Yep. Yeah, it's a Rosenberg game, which he just you know he he has a reputation for a lot of good games. So. I'm just really excited to get this one to the table. Uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those Euro games that um, I I know you you and Emily like, and I I'm getting more and more into the Euro games too. Some of these newer ones that with the style and they're putting a little um, putting a little pizzazz into them, other than just cubes and uh, <laughs> on on a board. <laughs> Typical Euro games from the '90s where. <laughs> <laughs> were very good theme and very good or uh, excuse me very good mechanics and gameplay and stuff but the aesthetics of it were very bland <laughs> but now the, yeah this one yeah. this one's a little on that yeah. that that beige yep. again but it's just kind of interesting because there's um this one just looks cool because there's like tile placement i don't know we'll see yeah. how it goes but i mean it is a top 25 game uh-huh. bgg and i just heard a lot of good things so uh, it's pretty expensive but it's it's a Oh, man, man, there's a lot that comes in the box. It's oh, super yeah. Big. So uh, that's uh, my shelf of shame. We're going to try to get learn it and play it, and we'll talk about it, I guess, next time. So really excited about this one. But yeah. that's uh, Feast for Odin, a Feast for Odin. All right, Chris, let's follow up from our shelf of shame last week and call you out, see if you yeah. played it or not. Last time was Monolith Arena that for your correct. shelf of shame. Correct. So um, there's a reason why it's called Shelf of Shame because there's a lot of shame involved in it. And <laughs> uh, this is a game. It's a two-player game that we talked about um, from Portal Games, uh, Ignacy Chevichek. That's uh, I've been trying to work with Scott on this. So it's it, Scott's fault. No, no, it it is oh, definitely God, my you, fault. You, you could have blamed. Um, him. I, you blame you, him. we can blame Scott all you want. But yeah, the, Scott, nice job. The softball. Um, <laughs> his daughter plays softball, and yeah. uh, it's and so is Corey's, and they both been um 
extremely busy and the the state tournament just concluded this last week mm-hmm, with ADM mm-hmm. taking a f- a fourth place in the state so they were extremely extremely busy so um just trying to get Scott then is one of those things that you know I was on vacation now he's on vacation and yep, yep. so yeah, I get it. it's yep. it's one of those things that summer it's it's um trying to play a specific game was was tough so uh there's shame involved with me but this next week i was actually texting him yesterday i'm like dude okay when you're back let's let's work on getting uh the monolith arena played <laughs> so he's all in and he's been great uh it's just one of those things that's just trying to get our schedules together um to uh and uh now it's softballs. We we've we've got a few week window before school starts here at the end of the month, <laughs> so um, we uh, we we got to get some games playing in. So th- no, this it. is it's on time. my list. So I'm gonna knock out the crew and Monolith Arena here uh, before we record uh, the next episode together. Well, you heard it here. You heard it. Yep. Here. <laughs> oh, got to put some pressure on me. If not, nothing it'll... about peer pressure. Yep. <laughs> if not, you it... know what they say. You know how they used to say back when we were kids, like, you know, about how bad peer pressure is, you yeah. know, when the older you get, the better peer yeah, pressure absolutely, is. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's, if not, if I don't uh, pressure myself, it's going to be go back on the shelf and shrink wrap <laughs> and not get played. <laughs> <sighs> nice. Yeah. Well, my shelf of shame, I think we talked about it. I think it talked about it with Emily because we played, but was Puzzle Strike. Yep. Uh, we did get that played yeah. in. Uh, it was interesting. It, it did feel just like, it kind of felt like a Dominion deck builder, yeah. but with little chips. I liked it. Emily didn't really like it, but um, it was interesting. It was a lot better than I thought it was. Not bad for like a mystery, what was that? The mystery grab bag yeah. box yeah. thing. Not, not a bad uh, probably, pull from you it. You probably had the best pull of any of us that we had. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was actually a decent game. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was better than expectations, but maybe not my favorite game. Probably one I would sell or get rid of, just because uh, I have tons of other deck builders that are way better. You know, I'd rather play Clank or Dominion before yeah. I played this, though. So, yeah. uh, but hey, got it off the shelf, got it played. So now you know you don't know what you got until you try it, right? So Absolutely. yeah, that that was Puzzle Strike. So cool. Um, look forward to report back. I'm really curious to see what you think of uh, the crew. I just, ah, it's such a good game. Such a good game. All right, Chris, that's shelf of shame. Let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about what's been on our table. Let's talk, let's talk about some games we played and talk a little more in depth about it. Let's go ahead and move on. All right. What's on your table? This is a segment where we talk about a game that's been on our table. And we talk about it a little bit and high, high level. We don't get too much in depth. But we just kind of give our feelings, thoughts on it. So, Chris, what's been on your table? Well, recently we, we've had the kids back. Um, our kids aren't playing baseball anymore. The school's out. Had some break within football practices and open wrestling mats and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we had we have it, had some family game days and went through and just tried to figure out some ones that the kids wanted to play and bang the dice game got pulled out oh good classic yeah 2000 did you do it with expansions or no expansions uh, we the first couple games we did base then we got the um what is it the saloon um mm-hmm. the next we did the saloon expansion and added that mm-hmm. to it and we have mm-hmm. not progressed to um undead or alive yet mm-hmm. um, okay, so cool, we cool, just cool. played with the, the 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 first expansion with it 
Um, love it. This it plays up to eight players, which is great because our crew, oh that works for you. Yeah, yeah it's I forgot fabulous about that. for yeah. that. And really, it's a 15, 20 minute game, lower mm-hmm. complexity, and it I mean just has dice in it. It's the Western Yahtzee theme, style, yeah, that, Yahtzee which is pretty style. easy. That press your luck mechanism is always good with, especially with new beginners and and things like this, which we're not. But it's it's one of those games that. We we grew up playing Bang um, twenty years ago, the card game. The card game, uh, mm-hmm. but it, you know it it ended up taking so long and this kind of stuff. It can it really can. So when dice game Bang the dice came out, oh my gosh, we just gravitated to this, and we don't pull out Bang the card game anymore. I, I haven't played yeah. it since Bang the dice game. This yeah. doesn't feel like you need. Yeah, to. no, you don't. And the, even though there's a new expansion for Bang the card game that came out this last I saw year, that, and I'm oh, it's one of those. Kind contemplate and i'm like do i get a com- it's such an old classic completionist of me goes like do i get the, the and i'm like ah, i haven't played this in years i guess the only time i play the card game though would be with you guys yep. like more exp- where we've all played yep. bang because you know you're you're not going to mind being sit sit out when you get eliminated for right. maybe 15 20 minutes but yeah anyway yep. sorry to mean no that. you're fine so yeah anyway bang the dice game is just so fun it's it's readily available on various game uh games uh, cheap stores too. it's cheap it's it's it travels well it's it's a decent Small size footprint. box yeah. yes where you can actually put all the expansions into the one base box and oh it's so much fun it's it is so Yeah, much it's a fun. nice little spaghetti western yeah. themed. I mean, and it's fun because even if you, there is player elimination, but even if you do get eliminated, what games last 15, 20 minutes max? And the card game kind of rewarded you to like, because it's, it's kind of a social deduction a little bit, trying to figure out who's who, right? There's yep. hidden roles. The card game really rewards you to stay low and then like backstab when you like at the opportune moment. With Bang the Dice game, you slow playing it does not yep. work in the game. You actually pretty much on your first turn as outlaw, um, yeah, I'm going to shoot the sheriff, you know, try to get yep. the sheriff because you could, I mean, it incentivizes you to do it. So the game just flows way better, uh, but still gives that feeling of it. And then the expansion is almost a must. Like the expansion makes it that much better, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I love it. Yeah. Such a good game. Yeah. And I'm interested in playing the undead version because it has that player elimination, then zombies. And so, it does add zombies. so it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. That's, that's like very it. interesting. I want to see how that goes. But yeah, it, it plays pretty well. It does get a little more convoluted mm-hmm. with all the expansions in, and, and it does extend the gameplay. But it's definitely one of those that, hey, you played Bang the Dice game a lot. Hey, let's throw this in. It does add enough yeah. variation to make it interesting. And, and this is a game that when we played it, we, we never played it once. It, it was three, four times in oh, a row. Yeah, absolutely. Then play some other games, then come back to Bang later and yeah. play it two, three more yeah. times. And it's it's yeah. it's always one of those great it's a great filler game. It's a great mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a good no. like a starter for the night, yep. like uh, warm up if you yep. want. I, yeah. I pulled this out with people who've never really played games and they've all really enjoyed it. And I was able to explain it and pick it up and um they all had fun with it. And yeah, we played multiple games. That's another thing about it is even when you're teaching it, it's like, we'll we'll play a game. It'll be done in 10, 15 minutes. Let's just play another one. Because then the second game, everybody's like, okay, I kind of, I get it. Especially for people who've never played it before. Uh, I, you know, mm-hmm. not really into games, uh, but want to play. Uh, this is great. Because even if you people screw up the first game, you know, it's a learning game. But it only takes 10, 15 minutes. Whatever. Who cares? Yep. You know, let's play Absolutely. five more games. And that's what it ends up being. And everybody has a lot of fun. And it's great. You pick it up quick. Yeah. 
Great game. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, cool. What's been on my table is Machi Koro Legacy. So this one, this one probably would have been on a shelf of shame at some point if we hadn't played it. Uh, but Emily and I finally got it out, and we actually played through the whole thing, the whole uh, the whole campaign. It was uh, ten games, and I'll try to talk about it without any spoilers but chris have you played machi coro like just the base game no i have not um i heard a lot of people talk about it that it's very similar to space space um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, and um yeah no no yeah. They, i've heard him refer to that but no i have not played um uh, machi coro yeah i would kind of equate it it definitely has the settlers feel the idea is you roll a dice on your turn and you have cards that represent the dice numbers and so if a dice roll comes up you produce on that card you get the action of the card if you will so if you if you have a a five card and you roll a five on your turn it'll say hey collect three turn three coins sweet collect three coins and then you can use those coins to buy more cards and and the cards vary from one up to 12 and some have some crossover so you might have ranges like 10 to 12 and there's some that activate on your turn some that activate on other players turns there's ones that you can steal coins from and that's basically the game and the whole point is there's these landmarks that you have that cost a lot of coins i mean we're talking 15 25 coins whatever and you spend those coins to activate the landmarks, and whoever activates all their landmarks first wins the game. That's that's Machi Koro, um, and it really does give the feel of Settlers, gives you the feel of that kind of space base, but really slimmed down to just that mechanic of rolling and producing. And so this is a great game I suggest for people who are maybe sick of Settlers and just want that flavor of rolling the dice and producing. Um, Space Base is is a great game that yeah. does that really well and adds more to it. But Space Base can be a little fiddly, in the, especially with the iconography and some of the rules, yeah. that that's hard to jump into right away. So Machi Curl is a good one uh, to get there. But, you know, just like other games, if you play it a lot, it's... It, <laughs> It, it, it can kind of get old after a while, not a lot of variety to Machi Kuro if you play it too many times. But, um, you know, I have Machi Kuro expansions. We've played it plenty over the years. And so Ma- they came out with a legacy version of it, I think, a couple of years ago, which is kind of weird. Um, I think it got announced at the last Gen Con in 2019 we were at. And we're like, what? Machi Kuro Legacy? Yeah. I think it got announced yep. at Dice uh, Tower when we were there. Um, Because Rob Davio was there. Rob Davio, if you don't know, he kind of came up with the legacy idea with the Risk Legacy. He's worked on um, Pandemic Legacy and and whatnot. And so he teamed up with the guys at Pandasaurus and came. I think it's Pandasaurus who does it. It uh, doesn't matter. And, and Legacy-fied Machi Carl. This is kind of an interesting idea. Very, very interesting. <laughs> so I, you know, I didn't know what to go. I didn't know what to, I, I don't know. So we got this on sale and we, we did finally play it, like I said. And um, it was interesting. It, it definitely, again, spoiler free, it added some things that uh, none of the other Machi Coral games have. So some mechanics that are just completely unique. Hadn't seen them in any of the Machi Coral games. So that was nice. And it definitely did enough to keep it kind of fresh. You know, you got new cards coming out i mean this is not really a spoiler because when you open it there's three decks of cards so you know new cards are going to come out right it's a legacy game it, it, i would say it was a legacy light game because you're not destroying anything the only thing you're re- <laughs> legacy games usually get you know things are going to get marked up things are going to get a bit torn up there's no tearing up of cards there are marking of some cards 
Um, and But that, that's about it to the extent of the legacy version. And so it was kind of light on the choices on affecting the game and the outcome of the game. A lot of the other legacy games have, are a little more dramatic in, in that regards. So I would say this is more of a legacy light game. This is a good game to maybe get into if, if you want to try a legacy game, but don't want to go overboard like Pandemic or Clank where it's a little heavier and it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, games range from 15 to 20 minutes still. So for a two-player game. So pretty quick games. Uh, we were able to get through the 10 scenarios and and probably four or five hours total. So, I mean, there's some gameplay here, but at the same time, it's a very legacy-like game. So um, I, 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 the last thought on it is just by the last couple of gameplays, it kind of started to get stale a little bit where you kind of the the legacy stuff that's fun with it is like what's gonna happen now what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next what's the next twist what's the next turn uh by the last couple scenarios you kind of knew it was gonna happen it's like okay yeah this this happens this happens okay cool uh nothing really new or exciting was coming out by the last couple couple plays and that was okay it just kind of got old a little fast but for the price and what you get I, i i definitely see it's not bad for trying for a legacy light. And that's how I put it. If you want to try a legacy game, but don't want to go overboard or some of the bigger ones, try this one out. Um, especially if you like Machi Koro, because it does, it definitely does mix it up from your regular Machi Koro. And I think you might find, if you like Machi Koro, you'll like this because it really does mix it up. So that was Machi Koro legacy. It was uh, interesting, nice. but uh, I would definitely place like clank and, uh, and pandemic way above it. But I actually think it was better than Risk Legacy. So um, definitely a step up in that regard. You can tell he learned some things maybe from Risk Legacy and, and some other games. So not bad. It, interesting interesting uh, mashup. Uh, it wasn't expecting, but it was, it was interesting. That's how I put it. So that was uh, Machi Coral Legacy. We had, that's what we played this last week over a few days. So Fun. good times. Yeah. So um, I've got one other game I wanted to mention about. Uh, oh, okay. Jamie and I like to uh, pull uh, board games out when the kids are gone. It's just us hanging out, this kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Um, we usually pull out a lot of our favorites or Quacks of Quinlanburg, Camel Up, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Azul. We've got several uh, two-player favorites. But every now and then I'll try to pull one out and introduce to her and nice. found one from um rob introduced me to these uh to these series of games it's called 10 days this one is 10 days in the usa uh, it's a 2003 hmm. game by alan moon and basically what you do it's two to four players it really lightweight um it's about a 30 minute game so i we, we jamie and i love playing those 30 maybe 60 minute mm-hmm. games when mm-hmm. we can fill in in an evening or something when we have times but what players do is they, they draft tiles to make a travel route across a map of the united states so the board is uh, a map which has all the states and uh, including hawaii and so on. um they're they're color coded there's like yellow and orange and red and blue and green so it's one of those four colors five colors five colors one of five colors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so what you do is you get uh you get cards and they're state cards 
Um, and then as well as these travel cards, there's travel cards by automobile and travel cards by airplane and airplanes are, they're colored mm -hmm. too as well. And so mm -hmm. what you're supposed mm -hmm. to do is you deal out cards, you deal out uh, the 10 cards cause it's 10 rounds, 10 days and stuff like this. Um, and then you have your hand and you place them on these like, uh, uh, wooden racks. Uh, you think of like, kind of like rack yeah, or... do uh, domino racks, things like that. Oh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. So you place them on these racks in order from left to right so your start is on the left and you finish on the right and what you're trying to do is you're trying to connect your travel route from your first state all the way to the end of the state Interesting. and so then what you do is you draw a card and you either um uh to replace the the very first card uh, or you you draw a card to replace it, or what you do is uh, there's a discard pile, so you can draw from the discard pile. There's like three different cards ah, face up, so um so what you do is you you um a state can be if my first state to travel to the next state it has to be neighboring, okay. So if mm. I have Florida, I can have uh, as my first starting point. Georgia can be my next one. Um, or, Alabama. or Alabama, exactly. One of those mm -hmm. two places, okay, because they connect and the board shows this and stuff. Or there's automobile cars, okay? So what? let's say if I have a Florida, which is green, and I have a green car, I can put that next there. I can travel, uh, I can skip one state to go to a green automobile. Ah, so that could be okay. uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Or if yep. I had a yellow car, I could go to South Carolina, because I can skip Georgia, okay. or I can right. go to Mississippi. And there, um, then you can play the, okay, if I'm traveling by foot, I'm walking, I can go to neighboring state. Cars can skip a state and go to places. Well, planes can travel from color to color. So if I have a green, and you have to match green Florida, I can put a plane, green plane down, then I can go to another green state anywhere. Um, okay. So you can go, that's how you can take airplanes and jump many sure. states, but you have to go from color to color. And the, the, um, the plane has to match the colors, the states. So if you understand that mechanic, so that, yeah, so that, yeah. 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 So, and then after the, uh, it's basically, it's the, you keep drawing and the first one to complete the route is is the winner so but nobody can see what nobody your can are, see right? so they don't know nope, what your progress they don't is. know where the progress so really the board's there just for reference correct the board is for reference but you're, you're having to mentally kind yep. of draw the path in your yes. head interesting and so then their strategy obviously on discarding what's in the draw yep. pile and then trying to watch what the other people are drawing to get an idea oh they yeah. just picked up texas so you know maybe they're in the realm of texas or, yeah. or something or like they that. threw away a card oh they're not they're not in this area for ah. this kind of stuff so and then yeah yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's really, it, it is very, very fun. Uh, we played it twice. I won the first That's, one, Jimmy won the second really cool. one. Yeah, it, it's a neat, they That's have, neat. um, there's a series, they have 10 days in Africa. They have 10 days, ah. uh, in the United States. So it basically it's the map, the map kind of changes. Um, okay. again, it's Alan Moon, Alan R. Moon. Uh, it's yep. from mm -hmm. early 2000s game. Uh, it's, it's it's really neat. Um, it, it's one of those that you pull out. Um, is it a game that I I love to play all the time? No, but to me, it's like a board game geek ranking one to ten. It's a seven. It's one that I usually enjoy uh, playing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 a good game, willing to play it type kind of bit. 
uh, one yeah. of the f- top favorites? No, but it's it's fun to pull a game out that you don't always play all the time. And kind of yeah. seems really puzzling. It, it, it very much is. I, that that yep. I like that. That seems yeah. really cool. Yeah, interesting. So, very cool. Yeah. So they have ten days in Africa, ten days in Europe, um, ten days in Asia. There's a newer one came out in 2010 was a 10 days in the Americas. So I don't know if that connects Canada and South America kind of bit. South America, yep. probably if it says yep. Americas. Yeah. But uh, 10 days in the USA is where it has the 50 states. Yep. So Very it was cool. fun. It was really fun. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Like, so some of some of these games, like when you throw it out, just even talking about it, um, you know, I'll find it like secondhand yeah. on Facebook oh, or is. like in in half price books, and it's like, oh, I know that game, and then, hey, it's cheap. Um, that's the that's this kind of game that you find secondhand, I would think, because I don't even know if they print. I don't think this is in print anymore. So, all right, cool. Well, one other game I just want to hit on that I played. Okay, so the local board game shop, uh, friendly local game shop that I really like to frequent here. Uh, they're ha- they're actually moving to a bigger space, which is really cool because nice. their space was a little smaller, but they're, they are moving to a bigger space and uh, they're having a sale and they their, their products or games are already 10% off MSRP, which is pretty sweet, but they're having 10% more off on top of that. So I was browsing around and I've heard of this game, but I'm like, Oh man, for this price. And it's catapult feud. Have you heard of this? No, interesting. So it's from Yellow Games. Yeah. Um, we we talked about this before. Restoration Games is remaking, uh, I think it's Crossbows and Catapults or something, an old 90s game. Well, this kind of is definitely inspired by it, um, Catapult Feud. And it's a two-player game. It's definitely a dexterity game where you, you get these blocks and you have to make your castle and then you set up your guys and then you get two catapults that have rubber bands and you literally just launch these, like, they're kind of foam uh, balls, cat, like boulders, at each other's castle to try to knock down the guys. And whoever can knock down guys first wins. Uh, that's the game, literally. So it's a little more of a toy than a board game, but there are cards uh, where you get special actions like double shot and and uh, you can you can move bricks or move guys, stuff like that. So there's a little strategy there. Um, but really when it comes down to it, it's definitely a, a dexterity game of making sure you line up that catapult and launching that thing just right. And <laughs> that's the game. I got this just because I thought uh, our son, Denver, yeah. would love it. And sure enough, he loves it. He's <laughs> obsessed with it. <laughs> nice. Uh, even when I'm not playing with it, he set up like he took both the bricks from both the castles and set them up and guys. And then he was had the catapult set up and was trying to knock down the castle and stuff like that like uh he's having a lot of fun with it so yeah i i mean i thought he would i mean this is something i would have loved as a kid so we played a couple of games with this just on the floor we got he got to get his measuring tape out you know mark off five feet between our our castles we got him set up and we we're launching catapults back and forth for 20 minutes um, so it's like a 20, 30 minute game. It's strictly two player, very light. It's, I was able to explain all the rules and there's only like six different cards and they're all pretty self-explanatory and pretty easy to get. And, uh, yeah, he just loves this game. It's, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's this fun little, it, it is like a toy. It, it's almost like when you're playing, you'd make up little games with your toys. It's almost like somebody did that and it's like, Hey, we can make a game of this. And they did. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, it's fun. I mean, it is a little pricey, but it does come with all these. The blocks are nice. Comes with a bunch of blocks and the catapults, and yeah. It, I mean, you get a lot of components with it, and it, it's not probably cheap to manufacture. Sure, it looks fun. Yeah, these the the old dexterity crossbows and catapults style. Um, it's so much fun. I, my cousins had yeah. crossbows and catapults in 1983, so we would go yep. over to grandma's and play uh, it there. Yeah, so much fun. Yep, yeah, it was so much fun. And I actually picked up the Battleground crossbows and catapults revision uh, in 2007, which is orcs oh. and humans. And okay. So okay. our kids played it tremendously, and I ended up giving that to Adam for and his, kids. his kids. Yeah. yeah so when we nice. moved moved to this house, I ended up giving that to him because it was just in a one of those Sterlite boxes I stored oh, it sure. in for a while, sure. and the, our kids haven't played it, and they moved on to other things. So I'm like, hey. oh sure, yeah. So his boys are, are pretty young, so I gave that to Adam to to play with his his kids. So I get nice. I got to follow up, see if he's played them. If he's, yeah. yeah. Well, all I know is when they do restoration games, does the revision. I'll have to pick it up because it's obviously going to be more a little more expanded, more to it. But yeah. I think I know that he'll enjoy it after playing oh, this. So. Heck yes! Um, highly suggest if you have kids around that seven, eight year old, or maybe a little older, up to twelve. I mean, they're going to like this. It's a lot of fun. It is kind of silly and. Uh, but it's really cool. Yeah. Or if you have uh, kids up to the age of 49, um, this might be a really good one to <laughs> uh, get next, to as well. Ne- next game day, Chris, <laughs> we're going to be pulling this out. And <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, damn. Anyway, this just wanted to mention that it was an interesting little game, kind of different than your usual board game, but it was, it was kind of cool. It came in a board game box and I bought it at a board game store. So, right. Still qualifies. Yep. Still qualifies. It's And it's yellow. <laughs> yep exactly just add into the collection yeah all right well that's uh that wraps up what's been on our table let's go ahead and finish off the episode with our love and hates real quickly and then we'll wrap this up All right, Chris, love and hate. I'm going to go ahead and go first. Absolutely. All right. You can pick. You can start with the hate or you can go with love. I'm going to go. I'll, I'll feel the love. I feel the love. Okay. So, yeah. So, a- end with the negative. Got yeah. It. Cool. Yep. End with the negative. Um, <laughs> starting off with the feel the love. So, Jamie and I recently just did some remodeling around the house. I told you that we uh, poured a concrete slab. And got oh, yeah, some patios. Yeah. So uh, one of the things with the weather getting nicer, um, except for the last couple of days when it's been 100 degrees here in <laughs> Iowa, but uh, the... the, the especially when this fall's coming, looking forward to this. But so we did, I, I got some patio furniture for Jamie and um, up on the deck. So we were able to play some board games out there on the deck. And so down, um, so we had deck furniture. So down below, we just poured a big 39 by 18 foot slab of concrete around and we've got a picnic table and actually just put it together this week and finished up and got a fire pit and all this kind of stuff so i hung up with some buddies um uh cafe lights underneath the deck so that the this picnic table when i'm getting at is we're able to the way it is and it's nice it's some wood it's uh we can play board games out there and we're just talking about that exactly nice so yeah so i i love that aspect and and wanting to be able to get outside and just enjoy the fresh air and that kind of feeling and now we have a place where we can play some board games 
man. So I'm That's so awesome. looking forward to that. So looking forward to that. Just don't play any dexterity games. Uh, no. Well, <laughs> I, I told the boys, I'm like, dude, because um, we got throw throw your burrito for the the kids for mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Easter. And I'm like, dude, we can play throw throw your burrito outside just fine now. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme addiction. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so just yeah. don't have the fire going. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yes. No fire pit because that, that fire pit. Oh my gosh, it puts out a high flame when it's it's an LP tank fire pit. So when you throw it across, yeah, and exactly. the burrito goes lights on fire. <laughs> that's a different kind of game. <laughs> Flaming burritos. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's my love. Love the ability to uh, now we have the ability to get outside and play some board games outside and enjoy the weather and and listen to some music on our Sonos and stuff like Sweet. that outside. So. All excited. All excited for that. That's a good love. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. It's a lot better than my love. No. <laughs> um, it's not a competition. But no, it, it is not a competition, but it's always a competition with board games. Yes, exactly. Unless it's a cooperative game. <laughs> exactly. That's why we play semi-co-op. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that was a good one. My love, a little less interesting, uh, but... Uh, Big fan of Final Fantasy games. I think we've established that. Corey and I have talked about that. So Square Enix at uh, E3 announced that they are remaking Final Fantasy 1 through Final Fantasy 6. And they're keeping it in... They're like... They're not making it 3D or anything, but they're keeping it in still that 2D pixel, you know, 8 or 16-bit. Actually, it's more 16-bit. And so they're remixing... They're calling... Pixel Perfect is their like moniker is like Final Fantasy Pixel Perfect if you want to Google it. So the first three just came out this last week, and then the next three are going to come out in another couple months. But supposedly they went through. I mean, leading up to this, they didn't have a whole lot of information. But you know, they got the original the original composer for the music, and they remixed and redid music like brand new. They went through and supposedly hand went through and f- did the pixels. So I wasn't quite sure what to expect. The The first Final Fantasy game came out on Nintendo, like the Nintendo Entertainment System yep. or the Famicom, if you're Europe uh, or Japanese. And it, it definitely, I mean, I, I didn't play, I know Corey and, and, and his brother played it tons. Like he's a big fan of it. I never got into it. I was a little late in the game for me. So I've always wanted to play it. And sure enough, I, I booted it up and they really did redo like everything. It doesn't even look like the regular Nintendo game. Um, they had, they definitely improved some things with controls. And I mean, it's just from ground up. Like it's like a brand new, like 2D pixel, like style game but it, they remade the final, original final fantasy and so i i'm playing play through final fantasy and then final fantasy 2 and final fantasy 3 i'm really looking forward to final fantasy 6 it's my ultimate favorite final fantasy game probably one of my favorite console rpg games of all time like just love that game it's one of my favorites so i'm really excited to see what they do with that they've shown some screenshots off and they've like redone some backgrounds and made it really good and if they're going to remix the music man that's the best music final fantasy but um <laughs> That's my love, man. They they definitely had some attention to it, and I don't even know if people were really demanding or asking for for this, but man, I'll I'll take it. So, I'm uh, really enjoying it so far. I'm not too far into it, about an hour or so into it, but well done. I mean, it's a little pricey, but still, whatever. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Get to play through the Final Fantasy games again. <laughs> so that's my love for this week. That's uh, Final Fantasy Pixel perfect i don't even know what the name is kind of confusing but uh that's my love so chris hate for you this week my hate for me and not trying to get political and everything um oh we're gonna get canceled yeah the the talk of these mass mandates coming back 
oh, uh, it's it's one of those things that I'm like, okay, per, where's personal responsibility come in at this time? Uh, people are getting vaccinated. Uh, it's your health. It, it's things aren't. I don't know. It's just I'm all this inundated with the news and and why I say it because it it affects the uh, the gaming conventions and gameplay and so oh, on. Oh, it does. So that's that's, right. that, that's why the tie in with that. And it's just the uncertainty and how everything is being played on and just these factions just fighting each other and all this kind of stuff. And oh, it's it's one of those things. I'm, I'm Rob and I uh, are looking to go to Gen Con as well as um, Geekway of the West. So things I mean, still things are up in the air. They changed this and this and it's oh, it's just it's very frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. And, yeah, I can imagine yep. for those plans for sure. I have my thoughts, but I probably yeah, won't share. Yeah, I know. I w- I'm not going into too deep, but it's, <laughs> yeah. All to say is I think recent polls show the majority of Americans probably agree with you and are a little more yep. frustrated. Now, I know yep. this this show, uh, we have listeners across the, the globe yep. and Australia and other places. So a lot of New Zealand. Thank you, New yeah, Zealand. Shout out uh, to, shout the, to you guys. The, the New Zealanders. Yeah, New Zealand and then Australia. We have quite a few listeners. Kind of kind of crazy. Shout Thank out, you. Shout out to I, all of them. Those are like, those are bucket list places I want to visit. Yeah, I'll get there one day. Although the the videos of all those ra- those mice and rats over there, oh, that shout out to you guys. Good luck, best of luck. Have you seen that stuff? Those uh-uh. videos? Oh, you've heard about that? Okay, after this, go like. There's like a big issue with mice in Australia right now, like a plague almost. But I never hear neither. Like hear Peter there, Piper. But. <laughs> if only he had a flute and yeah yeah all right well cool uh hate for me we'll move on from that <laughs> great, my hate great is the cdc no i'm yeah. joking <laughs> yeah. i kid uh uh hate for me is this like this hot weather like i've been trying to uh get out of the the get out of the house a little bit more you know working from home full time and all that stuff and continue to work from home uh, it's just so hot. Like I don't, I don't want to go outside. We, we went frisbee golfing with uh, some of my oh, yeah. uh, team from work, uh, like a little outing, and it what it was like one oh four, one oh five for heat index. Oh, yeah. Oh my word! I think I drank half a gallon of water just in the couple hours I was out there. Um, and I mean literally half gallon because I have my gallon jug with me and I drink half of it. Oh man, I love frisbee golfing. Frisbee yep. golfing so much fun. That's what I did my love. I love it. It's so much fun. It's good to get out. A lot of walking. Uh, it's good exercise, but a lot of time, a lot of fun. You know, to play with, play with other people. But man, not when it's that hot, <laughs> hot out. Holy cow! But uh, that's when my haze is stifling heat. It's just it's hard to want to get outside. You know, the walk or be active or mow or when it's that hot you know oh i agree yeah. with you it was yeah it's one of those things like i said i've been we've been jamie and i've been working outside a lot lately oh my gosh I, yeah and just oh, walking out you bend over to do something and sweat just pours off of you and like i just walked outside <laughs> yeah it's i know been, the heat index has been miserable yeah i, I hate complaining with the weather yeah. but when when that's about the only time i can get outside or be active yeah. uh just because working from home it's that's tough um just like the mental of getting out of the house. You know, you would get that when you drive into the office, right? You get that from sitting in the office and not yep. being at home, but you don't get that anymore. Life's changing. We'll probably forever change from that. Yep. So, 
All right. Well, cool. That's my hate, Chris. Uh, we're going a little long. I mean, we did warn people, but uh, it is what it is. So let's go ahead and get this wrapped up here, and let's move on to the outro. All right, Chris. Uh, that's uh, basically episode 112 in the bag. Uh, anything you want to hit on before we take off here? No, I'm glad we're able to get back. I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, yeah, kudos to, yeah, me kudos too. Kudos to that in modern medicine. Um, no kidding. That, yeah, we, glad we didn't have to remove a kidney for you. Yeah, <laughs> not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Just out of curiosity, what's your blood type? Uh, a positive. I'm, I'm, I'm an A positive. So, um, yeah, just... Glad to be back. Glad to be talking uh, games again and, and opportunity mm-hmm. to play some with the kids and family and looking forward to getting with you and playing some games and then getting with uh, just the, the guys and, and getting some game days here. So softball's down. We got a, we got a window. We got a window before school starts and kids start getting busy and stuff. Corey's so getting still, back from vacation, yep, I Cor- think, t- <clears throat> today or tomorrow. Yes. And so. Yep. And Getting Scott, called out, Corey. So, We're going to be play, play, we need to play games. Yes. So in yeah. person. Yes. We're looking forward to that. So let's get, let's get something on the books for this, uh, this up next coming week, weekend kind of bit. And let's, yeah, let's absolutely. do it. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Count me in. Cool. Especially before college football starts. Cause I got home tickets to Nebraska and oh. I'll be there. So, uh, so yeah. Football starts in less than 30 days. I, I know, but uh, between Corey and I, we have those big screen TVs that can play the game while we play games. It's not the same. Not the same. No, not the same. I understand that. but I don't think you want me, to, you, even away games, I don't think you want me in the room cheering because <laughs> uh, I might get out of hand sometimes. Might. <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see a whole different side. I am i don't, I feel bad about how I act, but <laughs> I'm so good. I can't help it. Can't help it. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Uh, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for, I guess we don't know, but thanks for understanding uh, for us being out and everything. So it is what it is, but it, it was a nice little break. I mean, kind of. I mean, other than the health stuff, you know, yeah. I mean, like, you know, the pain and the throwing up. And what are you going to do? I'm on the right track to health. I feel pretty much 99% back to health. So everything's good. Been working full time. Should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to this fall and, yeah, getting playing some games. We got some good games. I got a lot of Kickstarters coming, but, man, this stupid shipping container. Oh, I know. I'm there with you. I've got some that's going on over two years now. So, (laughs) yeah, no kidding. Yeah, this time's flying. It's crazy. Well, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Thanks again for listening. We do appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. It was nice talking to Chris and catching up. But, uh, tune in next time. We'll be in next week, I promise. (laughs) Uh, health or high water or whatever the saying is. But, uh, we do appreciate it. And from the games we play, I'm Brian and I'm Chris. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.